0: what up what up <laughs> what's up
1: uh-huh. a <laughs> little born majestic shout out in the background of our intro today he said we could use his music so i just played some oh nice 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 um uh,
0: welcome welcome welcome, welcome to everyone welcome. that's uh, joining us um
1: I forgot to tell the people in Discord. I'll go tell them right now. Happy 420, everybody. Y'all Happy go, uh, 420,
0: everyone. Standard times. Um, thanks for joining us today. It's a cannabis closet with Canna Queen and MJ. Um, it is an up in the air day. We, um, we, uh, I- Hold on.
1: it's holiday mode.
0: We're in holiday mode. It's already like time to like take off for the week. Um, but I did have four days, uh, straight back to back of clinic. So I, I, didn't, um, so I don't have anything for the next until December, like the first weekend in December. So that's nice. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's like, but we, um, do what we do and we are the best procrastinators on yeah, Earth.
1: on the planet, on um, the planet.
0: And we came up with our show today, uh, and we came up with an A and a B. Um, looks like A, uh, it can't happen, but we've still got uh, a little blurb to discuss, and then, uh, and then we'll move yeah. on with uh, show B. <laughs>
1: we were going to, um, we're, we're still trying to get uh, Kevin to come through. He's had a couple of uh, uh, business-related reasons why he hasn't been able to come through, but um, I want everybody to send Kevin some good vibes today because he actually has health-related reason. Today, why you can't come through. And I hope you're feeling better if you see this. Uh, we love you. And we're thinking of you. Yeah, we're
0: thinking and, of you. And um, we hope you're back to business. Back,
1: back to business soon. So. Um, but we do have, it is um, Epilepsy Awareness Month, so we are going to share some information about that. Um, but before we get started on the show, while we're waiting on everybody to come through, we'll talk about this week. Um, we're not going to be live on Wednesday this week, um, because it is a holiday week and we are in holiday mode and, uh, I don't really celebrate this holiday. I haven't in the, in the recent years anyway, um, too much. Uh, we, you know, I think, uh, you have a similar premise where, uh, we just, you know, we get together cause everybody has the day off. Yeah. We gather cause we gather because
0: that's when everyone has the same time off, you know, um, Jess was like, you know, we have all year long, we can get together all the, but no, not everyone has the time off. You know, she's like
1: summertime. I'm like, yeah, we have July 4th. And then, then what, what? you know, like, um, (laughs) nostalgic too. It's hard to get away from the nostalgia, even though we do know the history, um, and we're educated on those things. Um, it, you know, still there's like the family and the there's some yeah. nostalgia behind the traditions that were built right in and so time.
0: Yeah. So that's where my sister and I sit is in the nostalgia of, uh, you know, like again, family gathering. We it's a time where we could get together, have good food, you know, spend the time with, um, you know, again, having the time off, you know, uh, to do it. So, um, just oh, was saying next time she's like, "Let's do like Thanksgiving. We'll do a dim sum Thanksgiving, and yeah. just instead of like the whole idea of traditional, right. um, what people call Thanksgiving, um, is to do yeah, just do something different. You have that time off. We've to, done that. You know, like
1: yeah, and not so, dim sum, not but like we did uh, we did like rabbit one year, and like we just changed it up, like you know, bring what you want, kind of thing. Like let's have a smorgasbord board of different food." have lasagna yeah yeah exactly um White size, <laughs> i don't like turkey i don't even like
0: turkey right i'm more i do like the ham more um the turkey i tend to you know maybe later i'll i like to make soup out of it or whatever um pop high yeah exactly um yeah right. i find christmas yeah.
1: probably problematic too but you're gonna have to drag me away from christmas dinner i'm sorry i love christmas dinner oh me my too. god
0: so dinner yeah so again it's it, you know, it's it's not so much about the holiday for us it, and again it's education and what we're gonna sit here and talk about here in a moment of how the Thanksgiving holiday came about what uh, we were educated what we were told the story but then um, you know uh, there is a whole uh, bunch of Indian tribes that were uh, wiped out of existence um, because of our arrival to.
1: Because of colonization.
0: Yes, because of colonization. Because um,
1: Because of colonizers.
0: And so if we want to jump right in, we can. Or if not, we can wait and uh, give a few people, you know, give a few more minutes. Let's talk about um, Hey Schnooks sitting there with us doing (laughs) a little puff puffing. Um, Thanks for joining us.
1: What are you smoking on today?
0: Yeah. uh, What do I have today? Um, Right now, I've got something from
1: Do I have. I've got some Casey Jones. Ooh, you love that stuff. That stuff is good, actually. I love some Casey Jones too. I remember actually, coincidentally, I was dressed like Casey Jones just a couple of weeks ago.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I, love- l- I looked like I was gonna go fight some crime with some giant-sized <laughs> turtles <laughs> in the 90s. The <laughs> 90s crime fighter. I decided what I'm my Halloween costume is gonna turtles. be. <laughs> Um, so the first time
0: I had Casey Jones was way, uh, was a while back, um, in California. It's what my, uh, what our friend Amy picked up for us when we were having a vacay there. And, um, and then as we were walking down the street, there's these two, uh, uh, I mean, I say hippies for lack of a better word, buskers, whatever, sitting on the street and they're singing and they're like, Casey Jones is better yeah 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 and they like had a whole like thing and so we danced with them for a minute and then we took off because it was like I was like yes it is I was like it is uh, truly makes things better Uh, (laughs) um
1: do you know where the name for that came from I wonder like did they just for this
0: particular strain
1: I mean, it had to be a Ninja Turtle thing, right?
0: I don't know. I mean, that's a good call because Casey Jones comes from, a, I think, the reference, I don't even know. Yes. Isn't Casey Jones
1: a. It is a Grateful Dead song, too. <laughs> you are correct about that. Right. But I just, I was... okay. so it could be that I would say I would I would lean more towards that, actually. That's Jess mm-hmm. in the back, background, if anybody's wondering. Hey. um, Hey, Jess.
0: <laughs>
1: um, Casey um, Jones Wikipedia Let's look for the for Casey Jones Cannabis Make sure it says Cannabis I know, I know There is a
0: real Casey Jones Who was an American <laughs> railroader Who was killed when his passenger train Collided with the stalled freight train In Vaughan, Mississippi Jones was a locomotive engineer For the Illinois Central Railroad based in. That's Minnesota.
1: so interesting
0: So this Hi. is a, a real per, uh, person Uh, Casey Jones. His real name was though was John Luther Jones, and he was just called Casey. Uh, There is the Casey Jones, uh, Teenage Ninja Turtle, uh, hockey guy, hockey guy. Um, Why is Casey Jones so famous? Uh, Nope, not that one. Okay, so let's just then move on to.
1: I'm smoking my boss. By the way, my boss. I do like
0: to my boss. I love it. Um, so, this is, so from Leafly, we'll go over to WikiLeaf too. I like to, I haven't done it. I, I remember, you know, working in the facility and um, Googling different names and trying to figure out what was going on. Yep. Back
1: in, the, back in the days in the beginning, we would Google it so we could see what it was crossed with. If we weren't familiar with it, it, we could go right to Leafly, and oftentimes they would have some of the more popular strains available for us um, to, to help our patients understand what they were using.
0: All right. So um, Leafly says the same thing. Casey, Casey Jones is coming down the track. Casey was a famous engineer who was killed in a train wreck in 1900. More recently- Oh, he
1: it's a-, a train wreck cross. <gasps>
0: Oh, train wreck and tie. Yes. Okay. So this is more recently. He's also the name of the teenage mutant Ninja turtle character who's found fond of hockey masses and vigilante justice. However, this Casey Jones is a cross between Oriental express, which is train wreck and tie and East coast sour diesel. So that's also why I love it. Cause I love the <coughs> diesels. Um, that provides an earthy, sweet palette with subtle hints of citrus. Casey Jones produces pleasant sativa effects and an uplifting and great uh, for releasing your an uplifting and great for releasing your creativity. So yes, this is also um, why I love this uh, cultivar.
1: Yes, I love that it's a train wreck cross. They were like Casey Jones. We're going to name it after a, a guy that runs a locomotive. That died um, rest in peace, Casey Jones.
0: We're gonna see died in a train wreck. So
1: Casey two. So there you go. It all comes back full circle. That's pretty um, interesting. You wanna do you. we wanna look up Mob Boss? <laughs> sure, let's look up like Mob Boss uh why why we named it Mob Boss. It probably has a lot mm-hmm. to do with the crosses, which mm-hmm. when you think about Casey Jones though, you don't think about train wreck cross unless you know the history.
0: Unless you know the history. Yeah. Oh, um, you
1: just came here and learned something today that you may not have known before. I certainly didn't know that about Mr. Casey Jones. Um, Mind blown. Mine's too. Okay. The Grateful
0: makes sense now, too. I thought I was going to look that up next, uh, or I was going to look that up previous. Thanks for saying that. Okay. Mob Boss, also known as Mob Boss Tang Tang, is a sativa dominant hybrid strain made by crossing Chem Dog and Tang Tang. The strain originates from California and has earned fame for its staggeringly heavy resin product. Mob Boss delivers hard-hitting effects in the form of jolts of cerebral mental stimulation. Medical patients and consumers tell us they use Mob Boss for a quick relief of men- muscle tension, mood relief, and appetite stimulation. The flavor of Mob Boss is sweet and floral with herbal citrus undertones. According to growers, Mob Boss typically finishes flowering 60 to 70 days indoors, but says, say this ultimately depends on how the traits are expressed. This strain was originally released in 2009 by Grindhouse med- Medical Seeds.
1: And it just doesn't say why they named it that. Just No,
0: it doesn't. Um, let's see mm-hmm. if there's another one. And that's just from Leafly. And uh...
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Cannabis Closet Podcast. And uh, I am Canna Queen. And this is MJ. Oh, other way. I always point the wrong way. Um, and uh yeah, it's uh it's the Monday before the holiday uh week end long weekend. Um y'all don't go out on Friday. Just stay home. <laughs> it's just not worth it.
0: All they do is mark the stuff up so you think that you're getting a good deal. Exactly. And It's, really it's not even a really it's not
1: even a real deal.
0: Don't keep out. shop local. If you yeah oh, if you're
1: gonna go out shop local yes please thank you
0: and person, shop
1: black owned businesses please
0: um let's see uh this is from all bud and their notes are the strain earned its fame due to its intoxicating effects and uh, ugh, doesn't say anything about oh, la 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 same things I was
1: like does it beat you up like mop boss like it I don't feel like I get beat up by it
0: it will feel oh, as though someone smacked you in the face. You will oh, feel a okay. buzzing pressure around your head that will immediately cause your eyelids to lower themselves. However, the strain is not re- recommended for tiring end of the day high. It, in, it instead delivers a high dose of body relaxation. Um, strain has shown benefits with muscle pain, anxiety, and migraines. Um, high doses can aid patients suffering from insomnia get to get a good night's sleep, thus making the versatile strain for patients looking for indica-like effects. So it's a 60-40, uh, 60% sativa, 40% indica hybrid. That
1: I would are, say
0: it doesn't make me tired. If you are using those, uh, those w- words to uh, determine your, mm-hmm. you know, that's what mm-hmm. general information available calls it. Um, um,
1: Yeah, we're working on it, sort of, as a community, to try to change our vocabulary. But it's it's taken some time. I will say this doesn't make me feel sleepy, like ever. So, That's because it's it. cerebral, and
0: and um, and also it induces a clear, lighter buzz. So I think that maybe if you, you know, like I like again hybrids, I definitely have to ask you know questions about hybrids because the way that I medicate, the way that I work, I have literally gone for a, you know, Oh, it's a very, you know, sativa driven hybrid. Okay. I'll take it. And then I'll be like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, <laughs> like bad. And so that's why I just really try to um, go for whatever. And again, oh, it's a oh, smell for me. It's a smelling yeah. thing. It's, Your nose, knows, Right. I don't care about the percentage. I want to smell it. And then I'm does gonna be like, me up, or doesn't make me feel mellow, right? I am, like I said, a diesel person, a gasolini, like. Right. I say Too a lot of it
1: for me, I think, is uh, sometimes a little mind over matter. You know, like I uh, if I know that it's supposed to keep me awake, there's a high likelihood that it's gonna keep me awake. Mm-hmm. And if I know that I'm using it to go to sleep, then there's a high likelihood it's gonna make me drowsy. But it, it's also the effects of of the thing too. But um, when I smoke a, a hybrid, a sixty forty hybrid, I definitely don't feel like sleepy about it. But I will say that it does help relax my body and the aches and pains that I experience. Um, I know I look young, but y'all, <laughs> <laughs> my knees hurt and my back hurts. <laughs> my back
0: hurts right all now all the time, and my and uh, my.
1: Uh... <laughs> oh, she turned into Max Headroom or uh, T Pain. You choose. Your generation is is your choice. Um, you're back. I think. as uh, you know how it is. <laughs> there, maybe she'll be back. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah. So I get it. get a nice, chill, high, but not sleepy. I can get stuff done with this one, for sure. Um. It is, a, it is uh, Epilepsy Awareness Month, the month of November. Purple hearts, purple hearts. Um, and we were going to have Kevin on today, but he's not feeling well today. So send him love and positive vibes, everybody. Um, healing energies. Uh, but I do have some information I'm going to share. Some people might know this. Some people might not. Uh, but in honor of Epilepsy Awareness Month, we're going to talk about um, Charlotte Figgy today. Um, she passed away. Max, what well, Max? Max Headroom. Look it up. It's uh, from the '80s. It's from our generation. Um, so we're gonna talk about Charlie, Charlotte, Charlotte Figgy today. Um, Charlotte Figgy. Um, I would I would call her family a pioneering family in this industry, wouldn't you say? Um, yes. Yeah, they they
0: advocated for the reason
1: that we um, that we got uh, CBD availability for um, especially for children, but for people who uh, live with epilepsy or different forms of epilepsy. Uh, We do not want to become famous. Thank you. Have a good day. Well, we do, but we'll do it on our own. Yeah, Uh, Uh, we got us. We got it. Thanks. (laughs) Have a good day. But thank okay. you. So, um, Charlotte Figgy. Uh, hey, Schnooks, are you an admin in uh, in Twitch right now? Can you go ahead and block those people if you are? Let me know. Um, okay. So, uh, Charlotte Figgy uh, was born on October 18th, 2006, uh, and she has a twin sister. Uh, and her parents' names are Paige and Matt Figgy. At three months old, Charlotte had her first seizure. She was diagnosed with a condition called Dravet syndrome, which is um, a uh, type of epilepsy. When she was five years old, she used a wheelchair and she had up to 300 seizures a day. So let's just stop for a moment to um, think about that. 300 seizures a day. If you had to do anything 300 times a day... You had to stop doing everything else and do just this one thing 300 times a day. There's nothing, you can't like get anything done. So think about as a child, um, having 300 seizures a day, that means that her development, she couldn't develop, uh, you know, normally as a child, she couldn't, um, learn to crawl, walk, etc., because she was having these seizures and her body was, um, having to work on this, this thing. um, so uh she was having 300 seizures a day uh and she had trouble speaking and again this this causes developmental issues because you can't learn anything if if everything is stopping um for you. In 2012 um her mother researched uh Paige Figgy researched uh CBD marijuana oil cannabis oil for her daughter's treatment. Um, and she began taking oil from a, a cannabis plant. So here's, this has always been very interesting to me, how, how things happen. Um, I, am, I am an advocate for responsible breeding. I'm a responsible breeding advocate, okay? <laughs> Especially within the legalized market. Um, I'm not an advocate for breeding just for THC content and, um, and things like that. I think whole plant is very, very important. Having said that, Um, There was a plant that uh, was grown and the cultivators called it hippies disappointment. And the reason they called it (laughs) hippies disappointment was because it it tested low for THC. So it had low THC content. Um, It was later renamed Charlotte's Web. Uh, So this is Charlotte's Web that everybody's heard of, right? It's high CBD, low THC. It's one of the first um, and most popular CBD cultivars that we know of. You know, Um, they they use this plant to create uh, cannabis oil for Charlotte, and it helped immediately reduce her uh, epileptic seizures down from 300 a week to two or three per month. 300 a week to two or three per month from just taking this high CBD, low THC oil. Um, uh, While she was using it, it was still very legal in many states. Um, Her family became advocates for this. Uh, They came out to Colorado Springs so that they could get this um, medicine for their daughter. Uh, And because of her story, it started getting a lot of notice. So they were kind of the face of, of this movement. Um, this um, CBD it was being offered for children. Parents were moving from states into Colorado and into the California into legal states so that they could get access to CBD medicine for their children with epilepsy. And then that also opened the doors for for people understanding how cannabis could help with other um, uh, childhood illnesses as well. and and into adulthood illnesses, such as autism, for example. And so we start seeing CBD being used for autism. And it's all because it all all really started here with um, Charlotte Figge. in 2013, Charlotte Figge is the reason that Dr. Sanjay Gupta ad, uh, advocates for cannabis legalization now. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, for those of you who don't know, is a CNN correspondent. He is also a neuroscientist. He's a neuro, uh, neurologist. He's a doctor. He has his PhD. Uh, he used to be against cannabis legalization. He believed what he was told. He believed what medical schools were putting out. He believed the stigma, and then he met Charlotte Figgy and her family, and they changed his mind. So in 2013, he made a public apology to um, to the, basically the world, but saying that he was wrong about this and that cannabis needed to be looked at seriously, and it needed to be researched, and we need to be educated on it, and it need to be made available. Um, so these are the things that happen all because of this one little girl and, and her necessity to get access to this plant and to this oil and her parents nonstop effort to make sure that that happened. Um, so again, this helped with legalization throughout the world as well, um, and she was the first child ever featured on High Times as well. So in 2019, they featured her on High Times. In April of 2020, unfortunately, she was hospitalized with pneumonia, uh, which caused seizures, respiratory failure, and cardiac arrest. She passed away on April 7th, 2020, um, at the age of 13. Um, because it was during a time of COVID, they de- there were definitely stories coming out that she had died from uh, COVID-19. But... It was not COVID-19. It was, um, she had pneumonia and and that caused a a laundry list (laughs) of other health issues because she's highly susceptible to having those health issues because of her condition. So that's a little bit about Charlotte Figge um, in honor of um, National Epilepsy Awareness Month. Um, You can read more about her. Um, There's definitely, there's like a Wikipedia page, but there's lots of stories about her. It's F-I-G-I is how you spell her last name. Um, you can look up stories about Charlotte's web and things like that to also find out more. It's a very interesting story. And uh, we were, we're very happy that um, her parents did not give up that fight and made sure they did whatever they could to um, give their daughter uh, a longer and qual- a more quality um, of life. So it's Amazing. a beautiful story. Yeah. Well, thank you for that
0: coverage um, on epilepsy awareness. Um, We definitely have that little, you know what, I don't even know which where it's at, but we have that little flyer of signs, you know, things to be.
1: Yeah, we we could definitely, I could definitely read off of that list again, just as a a little update um, that we did last week. Let me see if I can find that real quick. I don't know if I have it to put up, um, but I can definitely find it in my notes here.
0: It's like, I might be able to find it in my, um, files if
1: I, I have it here. So, um, mm-hmm. I'll just read off of this and if you find it, you can pop it up there. Cool. All right. So this is seizure first aid. This is how to help somebody who is having a seizure. Number one, stay with that person until they are awake and alert after the seizure or until such time as medical services arrive, if that's a necessity. Um, Time the seizure, remain calm and check for medical ID. So oftentimes they'll be wearing like a medical ID of some sort. Um, So check for that. Just remain calm and um, pay pay attention to how long the seizure lasts. Number two, keep the person safe. Move or guide away from harm. So um, if um somebody is falling, for example, if you can prevent them from hitting their head, um, if you could um if you can prevent them from like knocking up against a cabinet or something like that, um stuff like that is gonna be helpful. Keep them away from things that are gonna cut them or harm them in some way because they don't have any control at that moment. Number three. Turn the person on their side if they are not awake and aware. So if they're not awake and aware, you want to turn them on their side. Keep their airway clear. Loosen any tight clothing. So if they're wearing anything around their neck, you want to loosen that up. And uh, put something small and soft under their head. So again, to try to prevent any kind of damage um, to the head and the brain. Uh, Call 911 if the seizure lasts longer than five minutes. The person does not return to their usual state. If the person is injured, pregnant, or sick. If there are repeated seizures. If it's their first time having a seizure. If they're having difficulty breathing. Or if the seizure occurs while they're in water. So if any of those things happen, call 911 and get them some medical attention. Um, Things you do not want to do. You do not want to restrain somebody who's having a seizure and you do not want to put anything into their mouths. Um, Rescue medicines can be given if prescribed by a healthcare professional. And those are given orally, but generally speaking, you don't want to um, put anything in their mouth or try to restrain them in any way. If you want to learn more, um, you can go to (laughs) epilepsy.com slash first aid and you can learn more about how you can help somebody if they um, have a seizure while while in your presence. I was just uh, reading uh, some of the comments down here. So yes, <laughs> CBD oil is uh, really great. I think whole plant medicine is your best bet, honestly, but we need more research on the plant. And, and um, certainly with more research we're going to find that certain um, certain uh, combinations of cannabinoids are going to work for this and certain combinations of cannabinoids are going to work for this thing. And it's going to be just like uh, general medicine. When you think about it, it's going to, to be kind of uh, balanced in that way in the future. I think medicinally, as far as medicinal use is concerned, and we still have adult use in most or in a lot of States that have, Also, legalize medicinal use, and with that, you'll still have access to flowers and concentrates and things like that. But I think in the medicinal world, we're going to start seeing, um, in our future, uh, as we advance, we're going to probably start seeing those balances. And as we do more research and understand how um, cannabinoids affect our receptors and how, uh, and how, um, you know, certain receptors are going to be activated during this or need to be activated during this illness so that we can heal that, you know, stuff like that. So I think we'll start seeing that more on the medicinal side as more research is available. That's what I think. That's my hope anyway.
0: (laughs) Right. I agree. I mean, we, uh, um, there are studies being done and I think that that's great where we're at, but also at the same time, um, we have to start advocating for the medical patients in each state. We're getting overrun by adult use. And while it's beneficial to have adult use to access, um, our patients are losing out and we don't have the money and um, capability to buy adult use. And therefore, you know, so there needs to be a balance and everyone needs to be aware of this across the nation as legalization is going around. Um, and so keep your eye on things. Um, normal, uh, is usually a great place of information about, uh, measures that are going up for vote that you should be aware of in your state. That's N-O-R-M-L, um, dot com. And you can usually, uh, again, find out what you need to be standing up for in your state. Um,
1: um, for example, in Colorado, you need to be standing up for the patients that are between the ages of 18 and 20 right now. Because there's a bill that has been proposed. that's supposed to go into effect in January. There's a lawsuit right now uh, against it, but it's uh, House Bill 1317. It says it violates the protections of medical marijuana patients under Colorado Constitution and General Assembly in passing the law is making changes that can only be done through a constitutional amendment. That's, that's the lawsuit. That's what lawsuits claiming. Basically they're changing the laws again on our concentrates and um, it's going to be most harmful uh, to those who are 18 to 20. Can you kind of explain that a little bit more, Megan? Um,
0: So essentially what it does. And uh, so say uh, we,
1: I was talking to different
0: um, uh, dispensary agents this past weekend And uh, one uh, person's notes on it were, if a patient qualifies at EO 17 or under the age of 18, um, they have access and this uh, measure does not affect them. They can pick up the uh, whatever amount, I guess they are going to limit at eight grams regardless. Um, No problem. Because their
1: parents can pick it up.
0: Because their parents will be picking it up for them. Um, The minute they turn 18... They now have to have an additional uh, certification and um, that they are limited to two grams of product, a concentrate product. And so it also... And then once you jump, you know, then 21 and up. But so again, it affects your capability to pick up and purchase and they don't. Um, and it, there's no way around it in terms of um, a physician saying you're exempt from this.
1: Right. So you know, the physician can't even exempt them.
0: It actually, they, I believe, um, and I still have to go over the whole bill. It requires that the um, patient be seen six months later. So they have to see be seen for a second evaluation Um they have just eighteen have year olds, eighteen to twenty. They have to have a second certification, just like the minor consent do. So under eighteen, they have to see uh, two physicians um, and have a minor consent form. Um, the eighteen to twenty patients will have to have two physicians sign off, um, and you know they have some uh, specific notes about how the physicians can certify for these patients. Um,
1: I'm so annoyed. They cannot have.
0: Um, they have to have two practitioners. That practitioner, those two practitioners cannot work under the same medical facility.
1: Oh, so it can't be two practitioners in the same facility that have nope. both evaluated.
0: So, which oh. is which is which is an issue, definitely in my area, your area, where yeah, we're a small town. After, what, yeah, one to yeah, and so again, limiting uh, patient options, limiting the practitioners to.
1: Uh, also it's $150 a pot and you know up
0: in the mountains that's our average down in you know Denver definitely people probably find it for less um but, but the they're point, they're point is, is that you got to pay they're they're that twice. More. right and they but um I think I forget that's the some of the things that I have to go over in regard to is like follow up visit can't be charged for or something I is the way
1: that I, some of it looked. <laughs> but how is that going to work for who Who wants to see the follow-up patient? I don't want to see the follow-up patient. I'm not making any money off of that. They can't see the same physician. Oh, they have this. Well, no, that that part is the two different, the two physicians that
0: they. Um, so their second sort of appointment patient. is
1: with each physician would be free, but their first appointment with each physician is going to cost them $150. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 120 to 150 ish ish. Um, and
0: so again, it puts these, you know, they're saying that it's to limit, you know, these patients that are accessing the medicine and getting, giving it to their friends and those friends, not being able to handle it. Be, oh gosh. All the misinformation. I'm just saying this because it's, it's not because I believe this or annoying. this. These are my words, please. Uh, everyone remind
1: uh, let us. Uh, we didn't do our. Um. <laughs> oh, huh. <laughs> trigger warning and all that stuff and anything that, we, you know, you're going to know where we come from. You know, you know, where we come from. you We will, we're going to tell you, you don't have to guess about us <laughs> at all.
0: It's um, ridiculous.
1: Here's, here's the thing. Here's my problem with it. Here's my biggest problem with it. My biggest problem with it is um you are saying in the state of Colorado, I have a, pro- I have a huge problem with the laws about substances. Okay. A huge problem. If you're going to call me an adult and say that I'm on my own and then I got to pay all the taxes and all the stuff and, and, and I, I can go vote and I can do all the stuff, right. I can go, I can go to war. I can go, I can, you know, I can go work at adult jobs. If I'm an adult, then I'm an adult, period, period. Here's the thing too. I'm going to make, I hear, listen, I'm going to be devil's advocate right now. Your brain does not completely fully develop until the age of 25. Your brain is not fully developed until the age of 25. So technically, if we want to get technical about it, you're not an adult until the age of 25. That means you're under your parents' care. That means you fall under those laws that 17-year-olds fall under, right? So then you can get whatever your parents get you, as your caregiver, okay? But they can't send you to war. All right, you're not going to be responsible for our economy. You know, unfortunately, that would also mean that you know maybe maybe they're not voting. But I and I don't, and I don't like that at all. I want you voting at 18. Okay, I want everybody to vote at 18. What I'm saying yeah. is if you're an adult then then you're an adult like let's let's define what an adult is in in our country or in our state or whatever however you want to do it right and then once we define that then this group of people falls under these laws for minors and this group of people falls under these laws for adults okay when it comes to substances and things like that i'm not talking about body autonomy and things like that because come on but what I am saying is, um, yeah, like if if you can sign on a dotted line and volunteer yourself to go to war for this country, then you should be able to drink a beer, smoke a cigarette and get some cannabis. Yes. If it's available, I think all Absolutely. drugs should be legal also and regulated. That's me. That's where I am. I'm on that far side of it. Like legalize all of it, regulate all of it. That way you don't, you do away with the underground market, especially if you do it right. Cause cannabis is not doing it right. Y'all ain't going to get rid of the underground market. As long as you keep nickel and diming these owners and making it impossible to make any money within the industry without gouging the prices to our patients and to our consumers. And unless, unless we can offer fair and equitable prices to our patients and consumers, they're going to continue to seek out the underground market with people that they can hopefully trust, where the regulated means- market should be safer. But then we look at places like Michigan, who had just had a major, major, major recall on mold products, major across the industry recalling Michigan I want to so say
0: yeah and here's my my note on this as well is that um which also should be fair is licensing fees and the procedures and everything that these uh, that dispensaries have to go through to get licensed the manufacturing you know, and what that you know uh you know computes out as you know the financial you know what's going into it and again who's available who's allowed who who is capable of getting into the industry
1: you know, who and, has
0: money, who has resources. Right. And so, again, we're talking about making it harder for medical, harder for people to access medical, um, harder for medical facilities to maintain because they only have limited amounts of uh, vendors that still do medical products because licensing was made easier for um adult use product licensing, and they just went, hey, you know, and everyone gets to make their tax money on it, and everyone's fine with it, um, except for the patients that are like, why can't I get that product that's on adult use over in medical? It's because it's just a different licensing, a different capability of manufacturing, and then they're going to want to limit our milligram dosing. You know, and so it, it just, we have to stand up for what's best us for patients and patients need to be vocal about why, you know, and I—and again, I, I have, um, I don't know, I've heard the negatives of it all. So it's its frustrating, but you still have to be in those rooms and stand up as frustrating as it is. Um, as patients, we have become complacent. And um just let everything roll by like, Oh yeah, it's fine. Oh yeah, it's fine. And now they want to you know, put additional taxes. They're talking, you know, additional taxes on that it. part. I was
1: going to say that. Thank you for saying that. Cause I was just saying, I was just thinking that I was like that they just put on, on our ballot this year to raise the taxes in cannabis, not any other industry to help pay for shit. They always look to us first. They're like, oh, we have this fucking cash cow now.
0: New cash cow, you know. And they, I mean, I did see an article somewhere that did talk about uh, what goes out, you know, what the the tobacco and alcohol industry, um, you know, essentially what it looks like in comparison. And there was still a a marginal difference of like. 10 to 20%. I think that you know, have ta- less in taxes for cannabis. So I'm like, not that we need anything raised, but, um, yes, it's, it's, um, it's real in terms of what they're, what they want to tax, but you know, can't tax our millionaires or billionaires that make money off of
1: them. <laughs> tax the rich y'all. We don't have to eat them. We could just tax them. And that would just, that would solve a lot of shit. If we just tax the rich. And, and if you're if you're not rich and you're against taxing the rich, I really want you to go see a therapist. I really do, because there's something not going on up here. Is it because you think you're going to be up there in those upper echelons with them one day and you don't want to be taxed like, uh, you know, fair is fair. Everybody should be taxed their fair share. And by the way, you're probably no, no offense. I mean, I want you to be rich, but you're probably not going to be up there having a conversation with Elon Musk is all I'm saying. Most likely not. If I'm wrong, come back and tell me I'm wrong. Okay. But in the meantime, let's just tax him and see how it goes. So let's see how it goes. Um, I do want to talk about this real quick uh, because I mentioned it and it's important to mention, and I'm sure that we have listeners in that area. So in Michigan, they did issue an enormous marijuana recall based on safety concerns. This was uh, an updated story from November 18th, which was Mon- no, which was uh, Thursday of last week. Michigan, and this is in the legal market, you guys, so please just be careful and pay attention. okay? Um, Michigan licensing officials on late November 17th issued what is likely the largest uh, marijuana recall in the state ever. Since the commercial market opened, the Marijuana Regulatory Agency, which is what it's called in Michigan, uh, recalled all marijuana flower product that passed safety testing at uh, Veritas Vir- Laboratories between August 10th and November 16th. The exact quantity of the impact pro- impacted products hasn't been released by the MRA, the Marijuana Regulatory Agency. The recall, recall effects products sold at more than 400 retail locations across the state. Um, if you go to normal, oh no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm wrong. Uh, this is a. I'll sh- I'll sh- I'll I'll come in and share the story. This is uh. I can't. I don't know. Where's this from? I don't know. I'll will f- figure it out. And M Live is what it says, but I'll I'll share it. Uh, The MRA called lab test results inaccurate and or unreliable in a notice issued just before 5 p.m. on last Wednesday, the 17th, uh, but provided no further explanation as to why the agency is concerned. The recall doesn't impact. so, So I said it was because of mold. I made an assumption there, or I probably mixed up some stories, but they haven't said why they're recalling the product. They're just saying that the testing is inaccurate and unreliable. So they're like bring it August. You guys, you guys, they're not going to be able to get anything back from August. Like like, especially not the flower, not the flower. Wow. Um, uh, la, 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 la. They said it doesn't impact. so, So yeah, it's just flour. It doesn't impact THC extracts, vaping cartridges, resin distillate. While we strongly disagree with the decision and firmly stand by our test results, we are fully cooperating with the MRA and, working closely with our customers to minimize interruptions and retest affected products at no cost. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's from the lab. We have been cleared to continue testing at both of our state of the art facilities. Um, this is going to cause some impact for their company too, I think. Uh, we look forward to continuing blah, blah, blah. So, so they've made an impact statement they're saying, Hey, you know, we don't think that this is a proper, uh, uh, decision, but we are cooperating to get to the bottom of things. So that's what Viridian's doing. Um, customers who have who have the recalled product are asked to return it to the retailer that they purchased it from for proper disposal. According to the MRA notice, consumers with weakened immune systems or lung disease are at high risk for health-related incidents such as aspergillosis, um, which can impact lung function. And if, the, if these potential if these potentially harmful products are consumed um and then they have the numbers the testing numbers the labels uh that's why we label everything so that you can uh, go back and say oh this is the number on the label right you're frozen um in a crazy look for a second there (laughs) um and so, yeah, that's, I mean, this is a crazy, huge recall. It's probably one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. Over 400 stores are going to be impacted by this. They're going to have to take back product and um, replace that product with clean product. Um, the the lab is going to have to potentially retest product at for free at no charge. And they're potentially going to lose a lot of customers too, because this is going to impact these businesses and... I can't, if I can't trust you to do things the way it need to be done, then I need to go utilize somebody else. Right. This is where a portion of legalization, be great because we need that interest in commerce We need to be
0: able to import and export for cannabis to other. Yeah. But a, again, has to fall under, you know, and this is where regulations and testing need to get online and on board and not have stupid languages of like, Oh, a joint turns into a different kind of product when you turn it from flower to a joint conscripted paper
1: yeah
0: Yeah. you know those are rules that get
1: made and so um (laughs) sorry your connection is crazy right now
0: yeah that's why i'm not going too crazy into uh talking um need to there's nothing
1: i can do about it i don't know (laughs) It's like you're a little bit of T pain and a little bit of max headroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. hopefully, once we're we'll talking about our next subject, <laughs> <Did you laughs> then.
1: Did you want to send me the stories that you were going to talk about? Um, yeah, I can link up right here. And we'll talk about them because the holidays.
0: So um, might want to go ahead and just issue a trigger warning. If you um, believe that the pilgrims and Indians were um, sitting at a table together and that's just the magic of Thanksgiving, um, then you are believing something that you were taught in school and haven't been on um, a social media that uh, shares history in real you
1: know accurately accurately um Um, we're about to bust your bubble in a second we're about to ruin thanksgiving for you because that is not what happened that is a whitewashed version uh peanuts snoopy and charlie brown version of thanksgiving
0: so this, both headlines, um, kind of one kind of uh, follows the other. I've, I'm sending it in the private chat just because that's the easiest for me to figure okay. out right now. Um, oh, I need and uh, the first one is actually titled, What You Learned About the First Thanksgiving Isn't True. Here's the real story. Um, this was published on uh, November 19th. And I think updated November 24th, 2020. It is from the Cape Cod Times, but I think originally it is uh, credited to Aaron Dian from the USA Today Network. Am I still good? All, all, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm just going to read it. And uh, it does, again, I sent the second one. Um, it talks about the actual tribes. Um that were involved in thanksgiving so the traditional story of thanksgiving and by extension the pilgrims the one repeated in school history books and given the peanuts treatment in a charlie brown thanksgiving doesn't start in 1620 with the cold and sea six pilgrims stepping off the mayflower onto plymouth rock it also doesn't start a year later with the pilgrims in the native wampanoag all sitting together to break bread and celebrate their first successful harvest and a long, harmonious relationship to come. It doesn't start there because those things never happened, despite being immortalized in American mythos for generations. The pilgrims spent only a few weeks of the 1620, sorry, a few weeks of 1620 in the Wampanoag village of Pantuxet, that checks it. Sorry, any pronunciations, I apologize, which they would not would rename Plymouth now P-L-I-M-O-S-M-O-T-H now P-L-Y. Plymouth, and they certainly didn't step off onto Plymouth Rock. As for the 1621 feast, that supposed genesis of today's Thanksgiving tradition, there was a small feast, but the Wapana were not invited. They showed up later. Their role in helping the pilgrims survive by sharing resources and wisdom went unacknowledged that day, according to accounts of the toast given by pilgrim leaders. Um goes on to kind of talk more about Lincoln's first Thanksgiving Day didn't mention pilgrims. The first National Thanksgiving Day did not invoke the pilgrims at all. In 1863, uh, it goes back to the, um, the tribes in a minute. Um, The first National Thanksgiving Day did not invoke the Pilgrims at all. In 1863, President Abraham Lincoln declared a Thanksgiving Day on the last Thursday of November, looking to reconcile a country in the throes of the Civil War. On a parallel track, the story of the Pilgrim forefathers coming to the New World and founding America for religious freedom gained steam, as New England Protestants wielded the myth to gain the top spot in the country's cultural hierarchy above Catholics and immigrants, according to historian David Silverman in his book, this land is their land the Wampanoag Indians, Plymouth Colony, and the troubled history of Thanksgiving. As Americans looked for an origin story that wasn't soaked in the blood of Native, Native Americans or built on the backs of slavery, the humble bloodless story of the 102 pilgrims forging a path in the new world in search of religious freedom was just what they needed, according to Silverman. Regarding of whether, regardless of whether it was rooted in historical fact, it became accepted as such. In 1963, these two tracks crossed when President John F. Kennedy, whose family frolicked in the home of the native Nazet and Akuna people in Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard, immortalized them in his own Thanksgiving Day proclamation, baking the plates together like the bread broken and shared in the mythic first Thanksgiving feast. The historically accurate story of the pilgrims and the founding of Plymouth Colony 400 years ago this month is not in most school history books. It is also not the one you'll find at Pilgrim Memorial Park in Plymouth, home of the flame famed Plymouth Rock and the Mayflower 2, a replica of the cargo ship, turned people carrier the pilgrims crammed into across the Atlantic. Okay, they turned it into a tourist attraction. Awesome. Um, That's the beautiful. more okay. historically accurate telling is gaining a foothold in small circles as members of the Herring Pond, Mashpee, and Aquanaw, Lumpanaw tribes, um, Carrero, Executive Director of the 400, who is helping lead the anniversary commemoration and Silverman bring the documented facts to light. How are we mm-hmm. supposed to improve on the Sorry, record if we don't understand the sorry record, asked Silverman. He is a George Washington University professor. I think the only way forward is to understand the history of uh, the way it happened. Uh, Stephen Peters is <laughs> Stephen Peters, a spokesman, spokesman for the Mashpee Wampanoag mm-hmm. tribe
1: that um that story is in the comments too i i posted in the comments awesome um so they are uh, he I'm and not, not, i'm not right. crying i got smoke in my eye <laughs> He and the other uh, Mashpee
0: and Harrington Wampanoag tribe members have been working with museums and on platforms such as Vimeo to elevate the history of the indigenous indigenous people who lived in the region for thousands of years before the pilgrims arrived. At that point, it really changes your perspective. Um, Tradition dictates the Pilgrim story starts in September 1620 with the departure of the Mayflower, packed with colonists and sailors, leaving England. At a New World. But starting these, uh, starting there ignores years of European contact with the native people of New England and the Wampanoag and their neighbors in the broad stroke of simplicity, ignoring the complex regional relationships and politicking at play. The story could start a city earlier in 1524 at the first known contact between Native Americans in southern New England and Europeans in the Narangas Bay near Aqu
1: Island. We're concerned, too, or our You're starting mode. to break up a little bit more now. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, it just goes on to kind of talk about,
0: uh, you know, the different times and periods that happened before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 1602 know, or whatever. So Thanksgiving mean. is a made up
1: holiday to um, unite us during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And to and to like and to like wash the blood off of our hands by not mentioning all of the horrible things. Um, there,
0: yes, there it does America. talk about That's slavery. As you know, the U.S. has rejoined the
1: Paris Agreement. Uh-oh. We support it,
0: too. This is the other one. Stop. I needed to And now it won't like let me get to her to stop her. Stop. This is lost. Got to hear all of that, though, didn't you?
1: Um, um,
0: I wanted to just kind of, uh, this one uh, sentence about another date. Okay, great. Perfect. Just in time. Um, so it, it goes on to say, um, also in 1614, when a Nazet tribe member named Ipanao was captured by Europeans and kept in bondage for three years, he engineered an escape and returned to his people uh, on Martha's Vineyard. Um, but that same year, Tisquantum, later known as Squanto, and 19 other Wampanoag men were lured onto an English ship, taken captive and sold into slavery. So um, this is how you get paid back when you offer, you know your hand um to squanto who spent time in spain and london would later return to patuxet and he and even now would play important roles in burgeoning wampanoag pilgrim relations only squanto was immortalized in the pilgrim story um, and so that's the oh no there's a whole bunch more that i did not see below the gigantic twitter uh and other logos <laughs> like, that's how it ends um the best starting point, according to Peters and other historians, is 1616, when a lethal pandemic tore through many Wampanoag villages. In three years, one, uh, one, one's populous villages like Patuxet, where the pilgr- pilgrims would eventually settle, would eventually settle, were utterly void of people. As English explorer Tom, Thomas Thomas Dermer wrote, further threatening the ex- existence of the Wampanoag, the Na. Narragansett tribes, their powerful Western rivals, were left largely untouched. So they essentially got wiped out by disease and then overtaken by another tribe that was bigger.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they weren't used to diseases. Um, uh, you know, so
1: Settlers is the wrong word, though. Colonizers was, <laughs> is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it goes on to talk about more of that and uh, then... Why the Massasoit helped the Pilgrims? So this goes into um, it's a
1: lot. Yeah, you guys, it's in the it's in the thing. We'll put is that the second article?
0: No, this continues on in that main article, uh, the Cape Cod Times. Um, it goes okay. into so that's
1: in the it's in the um, in the chat. Or the comment section.
0: Yes, and uh, so definitely worth the full read um, to educate and continue to uh, share the history of these um, tribes. So the second article is actually the you know talking about the Wampanoag people telling their story on the fourth four hundred Thanksgiving anniversary. This strain's making me not be able to talk, and I'm going to drink some water
1: here. Okay. <laughs> The real reason that we're doing this, you guys, is because we just want to take this opportunity to like be educated and educate others about the reality of the upcoming holiday. We do realize that, yeah, everybody's going to get the day off. And so we're going to take that time um, to hopefully safely interact with our friends and family. Please do so safely. Um, Remember, COVID is still a thing. People are still dying. Um, It is not a hoax and um so be careful out there um but uh while we do realize that that is going to happen um maybe this year we can start a new tradition of um taking some time out to educate ourselves and maybe our families or having like a family thing where we like tell a story about a native american um tribe and um what and and like what what uh mj was just reading how some tribes were wiped out due to disease because we colonized over here and that's what we did and and we do have an atrocious history okay that's something that we can't change. We can only change how we uh, react and how we behave going forward and how our system works going forward, how we make those changes going forward. Now that we know that we were lied to, that we were undereducated, that we were whitewashed, educated, you know, things like that, we can use that information and instead of being mad about it are going, well, what can I change about it? I can't change anything. So I'm just going to go on with my life the way it was. That is a privilege to go on with your life the way it is and, um, not be affected by what happened in our past and what continues to happen in our daily lives systemically. Um, understand that that, that kind of history that is generational, that affects generations, um, into, into the future. Um, they there were deals made with native uh tribes and that's why we see a lot of um like the territories and the and the and the um um tribal lands and but what but what happened was is that uh um, white men said, Oh, here's some land for you, we're giving it back to you, this is yours, right? But it's the shittiest part of the land. There's like it's hard to grow on those spots of land, it's like desolate parts of land. Um, because of the way, uh, because of boarding schools and the way that we indoctrinated uh, Native Americans into our culture on their land, because of those things, a lot of them lost their language. Um, so there's historians and people that are studying their, um, native language and starting to bring those things back. But a lot of language was lost. Um, we lost a lot of people, a lot of tribes were completely wiped out, um, and um families were separated so there so there were there were children sent to boarding schools and not returned to their families or their families were completely separated and they were assimilated into american culture um and and these things affect generations because then these these children have children and these children and they teach them the same lessons right and we see um a lot of unhealthy habits, alcoholism and um, morbid obesity and things like that, and um, heart disease and diabetes that are affecting these um, native cultures. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we were like, oh, here's your subsidies, all of this packaged sugary food. And so a lot of their culture includes like fry breads and a lot of Foods that are not health, not as healthy. That could be, you know, whereas, you know, Native Americans used to live off of this land and the numbers are rising. And I'll tell you this, that the population of Native Americans per capita compared to per capita compared to everybody else is very low. However, they have one of the highest rates of alcoholism. And suicide because of that. Yes. And depression And the list goes on. And so this stuff is is systemic, it's generational, and we need to be aware of it and we need to educate others, even those that don't want to hear it, that want to continue to whitewash history. We cannot let that happen. And so even though we're taking this time off to spend with our loved ones, either via Zoom or in person, hopefully safely, please do so safely again, want everybody to come back healthy um i'm gonna tell a story about that in just a minute after I finish my point um but maybe take an opportunity, especially if you have young people in your family to start educating yourself and others and and honoring um and taking this time to to honor past culture um that was here before us um, That would be a good way to honor this holiday
0: right to spend um, this holiday though they have um i guess declared friday uh Native American. Uh neah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Woo yay America. Come on. Thanks for out, the day. Um how thanks about- for giving us Black Friday where everybody's gonna be out. Shall like, what are we doing? We're gonna we're gonna like throw a name on a day where we've already <coughs> um consumerized it. Is that is that proper English? I don't know. Well, we've already got people out there well let's give thanks today and then go and beat people up for a Barbie doll tomorrow. It just <laughs> Our culture makes zero sense to me, zero sense. Um, I wanted to say, um, and, and, and I and I I I'll promise I'll promise we'll try to bring it back up after this. I want to say on the point that I'm making about COVID. Okay, I'm not going to force anybody to do anything with their body that they don't want to do. I want to say that first and foremost, it's your body, it's your choice. You do what you want to do. Okay, um, but be careful getting together with family gatherings. And, and, and I say this be, uh, last, I lost my uncle last, uh, at the beginning of this year, actually, I, I lost my uncle in January. Um, he, he went to family Christmases. He went to see the family for Christmas and he, he and his wife got COVID. She recovered. He did not. He did not. He ended up in the hospital and um, and he passed away in January And um, so it's serious. So I I want you to be careful because I want to see all of you back here um, after all of our holidays that are coming up. I know that it's really special and I know that's really sentimental and we want to get together with our families. But I beg of you to do so safely and, um, you know, make 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 good choices and be safe. That's all I'm saying. So. That's the last point I'll make on that. But, um, yeah, it's a real thing. It's not a hoax. It's, it's real life. Um, so let's bring it back up after that. Woo. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I don't know if there's much.
1: I mean, it, it, the,
0: the second article is uh, pretty much a summation of, uh, that, that pretty detailed article. Uh, there are, it's, um, you know, kind of concentrating on a woman who is uh, trying to bring all of this to light uh, along with, um, so this, it's, uh, there's a podcast, this woman, I'm sorry, (laughs) Matt, Matika Wilbur, she's a filmmaker, photographer, photographer and podcaster. And she was interviewing uh, scholars, Linda Combs and Paula Peters, who are members of the Wampanoag tribe. Um, and so they tell a little bit about the history of, uh, you know, how their, uh, tribe was, um, you know, again, same kind of mimic, not mimicked, but told the same story. Um, but they, they do go into detail about where I got lost and was like, this is just too much. Um, and in regard to the tribe that made the, made the contractor deal with, uh, the pilgrims. And that was the Masawit tribe. Um, and they wanted to kind of clarify why he made that, uh, alliance. Um, and so that's where, here it is. Um, so when the pilgrims arrived, Maso Swat, a Wampanoag leader, had to carefully consider what to do. And so he decided to form the alliance with the English. It was more a strategic decision. It was not something that he was doing really out of the kindness of his heart. Um, they had weapons that we didn't have, guns, and he was thinking of protecting his people. To say that we were making friends is just its ridiculous, and it uh, dishonors history and their chief. Um, and so uh they, they they continue to talk about the thanksgiving and the misinformation and um it, it says that the Maso Masaswat just showed up um peter's or peter sadinsky showed up with a 100 warriors um they came because they heard the sound of muskets but it was was certainly not let's invite our wampanoag neighbors to our harvest dinner um the women go on to discuss what happened in the following years. Uh, that was tragic in order to settle there. You have to do something with people that are already there. And if you're not going to kill them outright, which is a method that was used, then what you do, uh, you do all these things, other, other things like Christianize them, educate them and try to make them like you. Um, this is the quote from one of uh, the women coons. Um, over time, Thanksgiving lore has rendered indigenous people almost invisible. Um, she goes on to tell a story of her own memory in second grade. A uh, story was told by a teacher and one of the other students says, what happened to all of the Indians? And the teacher said, oh, they all died of a plague. And I had to raise my hand and say, no, they didn't because I'm still here. Uh, this was Paula. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's ludicrous. We have been just regarded and treated like our part in this history doesn't matter like it or not. The history is what it is. And they came and took our land in order to start a colony here. And that is just the truth of it.
1: That is the truth of it.
0: They did say that uh, had the village not been wiped out by, um, the, you know, the tribes being wiped out by the, um, the disease that there would not have been enough room or space for colonizers, um, because their tribes were so strong and their people were so healthy. Um, and uh, before uh, European fishermen came started coming over for trade. Um.
1: <clears throat> and brought disease. And raw disease
0: um, is very uncomfortable to think about what happ- happened in the settlement of America, said Wilbur. I believe that our humanity encourages us to get to know one another. And to me, how we break down some of these barriers and overcome some of these stereotypes is by being in a good relationship with people that look different than us. Oh, such a novel concept, Right. And I think that's really the way forward. Uh, this is what we talk about all the time. And that is the end of the article for this one. Um, it is posted. Uh, did you post this one in the comments? I didn't post
1: the second one. I only posted the first one. So um,
0: I will post that one as well. Um, these uh, two women. And again, the um...
1: I didn't want to open it because I didn't want that video to play and then me not be able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm, a, I'm she's already got it open. I'm gonna let her do it.
0: Um. Already. I mean, it's just
1: really important to remember how we got here and, and what that took and, and who it took away from. And, um, yeah. And Don't the, get offended when somebody who is native makes commentary. Like, I wish, I wish we hadn't, you know, tried to help these people and make sure that they didn't starve. Cause that's really what happened. Is that they that we that that we got here? People look like me, not like me, but you know, got here, right? But we're we're sick, like really sick, and like starving and dehydrated, and in a lot of places they were helped back to health, just to colonize and murder and. Trigger warning, um, we're going to talk about it. I mean, the murder and rape people and burn down their their um, their villages and kill their food sources in droves to waste it, to not Lace eat it, it. To didn't even it. use it, didn't use the, 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 didn't use any of it, not the hides, not the, not the meat, not, not any of it, not the bone, nothing. Whereas native culture used all of that all stuff of in a lot of those, you know, they lived off of the land. I grew up and... in
0: Oklahoma when I was younger and I will have to say my school, my area Definitely educated about Native American Indians. I feel like that's why I do have a you know more educated idea. of when Standing Rock happened and being sensitive, mm-hmm. my sister, my oldest sister is Blackfoot Indian, and her you know her biological family is still on the reservation and where the Blackfoot yeah. reservation is. I think it's in North Dakota. I think yeah, her. I think the family. I don't know her. Her family was in North Dakota. I think but that was I locked some um, memory of where she went. So I just know she went to go see her family on the reservation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and almost got stuck there. So that was scary. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, not, you know, I, I, it would be remiss to not mention that also um, that there are so many unsolved crimes on reservations, so many um, missing um young and uh, young and old indigenous women are missing or it comes from murdered. those uh, pipelines that are being built on their lands there are literal
0: um encampments for uh <laughs> for the men that are working and we know as human and men that not everyone's on the up and up
1: did i and tell so- you my presidential s- do, do, do y'all know my president? If I ever run for president, I'm running on what my, what I'm running on. I'm running on, I'm running on the Rick and Morty platform. I don't know if you guys know, there's a Rick and Morty episode. I can't remember which one it is. So don't ask me, but there's a Rick and Morty episode where they go to this planet. is all female. It's all females. And anytime a male is born, they put him into a little pod And they shoot them out into like, I think their moon or whatever. And that's where all the males are. And when you go to that place, it's there's violence, chaos. It's complete chaos up there. And um, they send a pod up there, like a robot pod. And when they send that robot pod up there, all of the males, like they send a bunch of them, right. And all the males jump on it. And then they're like, fuck it. Right. (laughs) And then the pod comes back down to the planet and then the the females get impregnated and then they give birth. And if they give birth to a girl, she gets to stay and she gets educated and she gets to help. And, and the female planet, by the way, is uh, uh, very chaos free. It's, it's very scary. like things are running smoothly on the female planet. <laughs> and they just shoot the males into the aggressive uh, moon. It sounds about right. No, <laughs> I love you. I love men. I mm-hmm. love you. Um, you know my philosophy on it though, and that is what men are trash. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I still love you. I still love you. Send your correspondence and complaints to canna Queen at cannabiscloset420 at gmail if you have anything to say about that. I will be. I would love to hear from you i love it and 420 at gmail.com if you have anything to say about that or anything else that we talk about on this show you're welcome to send us uh send us a little email and tell us what you're thinking and or or if you want to see something if you want to hear about something on the show we'd love to hear from you on that um
0: i'm, I'm gonna miss go miss ahead again I, yeah we always do
1: always happy 420 west coast uh I'm going to also extend an invite to anybody here who has not already joined us in our discord. Boom. There it is. You can hit that link right there and join us in our discord. And we would love to have you. Our, our only rule is don't be a bully. You give you, come in there and be a bully, be hateful or any of the phobia, whatever bullshit, like don't be hateful. We'll kick you out. Otherwise you could stay. <laughs> Um, I have to make a correction, and I fucking hate that I have to make this correction because I made a mistake on last Monday's show when we were talking about um, trigger warning. We were talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Um, so very angry about this, um, this the outcome of this. Um, but but I don't know if you guys follow Tizzy E N T, Tizzy E N T, on um, on on TikTok or on um, Instagram. But he actually did a video on this explaining why um, Kyle Rittenhouse was able to get away with um, with what he did. Um, And um, like it's because of the laws in Wisconsin that he was able to um, find so many loopholes, not to mention the judge was on his defense team. So. Um, you know, that of course added to it. Um, but I made the mistake of saying Tamir Rice last week, and Tamir Rice was actually um the young 12 year old boy who was playing in a park with a toy gun who was shot by police in two seconds flat. They didn't even have time barely to stop the car. Um, who I meant to make the comparison about in age, especially um was Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. Was killed by a neighborhood watch vigilante um, for carrying some skittles and a bottle of tea, and he was unarmed, and he was painted as the villain, and um, and this young white boy who killed people with his gun, who he who which he should not have had at his age, or in the state that he was in, he legally had it. Um, he um, was was. Put into this hero light, and the media does that often. They do it often, and um, it's it's it, again, it's the feature, not the flaw. So, you know, you got to hire the right representation so that we can change the laws, and so that we can all live here um, equitably. So, sorry about that. I keep bringing it down. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs>
0: I just needed um, to make that correction.
1: <laughs> I needed to make I just I didn't you need wanna, to make that feel unreal for me. <laughs> I didn't want to I just Here, didn't want to leave that incorrect information hanging out in the air. I just didn't want to do that. I couldn't live um doing that. It sounds dramatic, but it's real. It's true. It, I just I couldn't oh, just leave that's that. What, that's what I'm. Okay. Talk Um let me um, load up I'm gonna load up here and um, let's do a dab, or I'll do a let's dab. Bring that um, thanks for joining us, uh, the Canvas Closet with Kenna Queen MJ, and I think I'm frozen.
0: Uh, uh, am I? I don't know. A little
1: bit. You were Max Headrooming. I think that <laughs> is part of the show now. I don't. I think that. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I should just change my uh,
0: my moniker down there I just say
1: part of the show now.
0: MJ Max Headroom. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> For those of you who were, uh, who are, um, are young millennials, uh, gen Z, uh, gen Z, right? Yes. Um, or older gen Z. So young millennials are older gen Z. Um, and maybe middle millennials too. You guys probably don't know who the fuck we're talking about. Um, but look it up. Max headroom. Uh, I think he was popularized. I want to say he was popularized on MTV. And then and then they might have done a show about it. I think they did a show about it. They definitely did. And then um, it was featured in Back to the Future. And it was also
0: uh, talked about a lot in the book, um, Ready
1: Player One. So, in what book? In what book? Uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I talk
0: about it often because i love listening to it on tape because it's a very nostalgic for um, for us.
1: But if you go check it out, you'll understand the reference, and it's pretty funny. Um, it's like you know because we grew up. Okay, so we grew up before like cell phones and. And like we, we, we got the pagers and we, you know, and so, um, I still had a black and white TV
0: growing up,
1: so let's in a technological age that we Did were
0: know in? that there were only black and white TVs. Uh, some of you young ones, that it was only black and white, and you only got color. We had like color on Sunday. There's so no that was the cartoons. <laughs> Sorry, that's the
1: cartoons um, <laughs> in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. So that's the cartoons in the newspaper. So <laughs> y'all even know what a newspaper is? Um, but. But Max Headroom was like, uh, like this, like early. I would say he was, he was like an early, image, imagined image of like what it would be like to have like the the computer that talks back to you. You know, he was like the the computer in the computer. Like he was a personality in the computer that would like, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Is am I am I right about that? Am I saying that right? Yeah, he was yes. Um he was like the Jarvis if if y'all watch if y'all watch uh Marvel at all. He was like he was like uh and and, and he was and he was before and so he was before or maybe around the same time as um when do you guys, do you remember Night Rider? Mm-hmm. Kit. Kit the car that talked to him? Dude, I was like I'm going to have a car that talks to me like that. Now my car says bullshit to me. It just dings at me. It doesn't really say shit to me. But when it, when things, when things say stuff to you, like your computer, it's like usually bullshit. It's not like a conversational thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Talk and he, and then like, and like kit was like, it was sort of like the Batmobile and then like, like, right. And the dude was like a private eye or something
0: getting a little further on me on that one i'm like i'd have to, to
1: remember night Rider. oh, oh no no oh i no, thought no. you were
0: going back to max headroom i was like this isn't no. making sense to me now um, Night Rider. yes <laughs> i was
1: like ah oh. night industries 2000 look at nexus coming through with the information it was the greatest show was it david hasselhoff was that david hasselhoff was he was he night Rider? uh was he
0: Someone's gonna else is gonna have to confirm that. I, I mean I can Google, but um I'm I have a lighter in the hand and a bowl in the other. Um. Yeah.
1: so so let me just say for the record that I find David Hasselhoff offensive. A lot of people are in love with this man. He has a Don't whole he has, a, Don't. He, has a, he has like a whole cult following. He has like a literal whole cult following. Oh I yeah, we're so in Germany. Um, yeah. happy birthday, Zoe will um <laughs> happy birthday zoe so uh, the car was actually was the night rider actually okay so <clears throat> but as a child of the 80s and um let me oh, let, let me premise what i'm about to say by saying that um children know what they like already even when they don't understand sexuality Okay. I just want to say that because I definitely remember thinking that this person was attractive. Like he was cute. He was handsome. He was like, like, you know, and he was a protector. So those things, you know, were attractive to a young uh, straight girl. Right. I could have been five, but I still understood that he was, you know, that was something that was attractive. So David Hasselhoff in the 80s was, my mom definitely, listen, she will be mad if I, I'm going to say it anyway. She will be mad. She don't watch. You should be watching. My mom definitely. Can't be mad if she don't listen. I feel like my mom definitely masturbated to David Hasselhoff, Knight Rider edition. And also your mom did too. So just everybody, your moms definitely did that. David Hasselhoff, that furry motherfucker turned on all the ladies, <laughs> all the ladies. If the ladies like the men's David oh. Hasselhoff was it. Oh, and um, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds. But I, that's not and Tom Selleck,
0: Tom Selleck. That's what Tom Selleck. The Tom my mom—that was
1: my mom's dude. Mm-hmm. She loved her some Tom Selleck. Who was that? Magnum PI. <laughs> I said it, Nexus. I did. I did say it. I'm not going to take it back. I want you to think about it later. Not my mom. I want you to think about your mom, though. <laughs> I told you I'd bring it back up. Um. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. She said it. She said it. Oh, yeah. sorry. I was a little late um, on
0: that one. Um <laughs> we've, learned, we've learned so much today. Dude, we covered the gamut. Yeah, brisk fall air. Uh it is still fall. We're getting I mean I need snow. I need to uh we need dry. snow
1: too. I need
0: to move my let it snow uh sign uh, onto my manifest board or vice versa turn my other board in the
1: window so the sky can see it you're not wrong oh see
0: i think I should paint some uh glow-in-the-dark paint on it uh then as well and that's
1: right so the moon can see it too
0: i need the water to work with the moon to work with the you know rain to work with you know what all the things
1: y'all y'all did i make you feel uncomfortable I hope the answer is yes. I
0: am um, <laughs> like <"Hey>, is it is.
1: <laughs> we should have a poll uh, at the end of the <laughs> interview. Does Canada Queen make you feel uncomfortable when she mentions that your mother probably uh, masturbated to David Hasselhoff? Probably. She said, listen, I just saw this comment about, I thought it was a music artist. She thought Max Headroom was a music artist because... We said also that you were tea painting, which is what people say now when you have like that jitter, jitter shit happening. I
0: don't know what the tea painting thing is. So I do not know. Music- but-
1: musician. Google. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> but I know I can. Max Hedrome did. It was a he was supposed to be a uh, technological. And because, you know, technological things didn't work as well. He would glitch. It was like uh, 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 to you know say a word. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, as and if that's what T Pain does, then I, I
1: T Pain is a musician that has. <laughs> just Google.
0: I will. I mean, I probably won't. Uh, Jess just will just probably it later. Because she I won't.
1: Hey Jess, <laughs> hey, Jess, Google that and send that to uh, her. T Pain. Go, Google me some T Pain. Uh, uh, she can understand why people Max say that.
0: Hedrum. Do you know who Max Hedrum is? You know, oh. Uh, how, how many years younger are you than me? Almost 39. Oh. So you're four years younger. So you're on that side, that generation side that wouldn't maybe not know.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, no. Max I mean, Headroom. he was long gone by then, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, yes. Oh, and <laughs> Eminem, Eminem does a video dressed as Max Headroom, apparently. Which video is that? Do you know?
0: oh we'll have to go find that
1: yes we probably won't be able to play it the last time we played a video on here they muted us or they took us down they took oh, yeah maybe. they
0: we have to edit that and when i think Amory yeah we have to him, put it back it up because it, it was a good one.
1: episode
0: yeah i bet that's great i love eminem i i do like, if you really, like
1: <laughs> let me but <laughs> <laughs> she's singing over here <laughs>
0: it's usually I never know what it's playing anyway because I rely on my friends to play my music for me that's
1: I mean I do not <laughs> I, have my, I have your
0: list I have Jess's list I have, like my friends Brian's list I have like you know like everyone anyone that wants to send me a list you know I'm on Spotify like shoot me your shit uh, so and
1: we're on Spotify, we're so on definitely Spotify. check us out. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, too, and Ooh. other podcasts, too. But we're just not, we, you know, those are the major ones. Um, what we do is we upload to uh, an ad, anchor, is also one of the channels anchor.fm, and uh, we upload to Anchor and then uh, spreads out to a bunch of different podcasts. So we got. And then we had to be on a waiting list for a few of these. So we're pretty happy about being on Apple podcasts and Spotify and Google play, especially.
0: Um, Follow us on Instagram. We um, need more followers there. We would like Uh, to give away
1: a glass piece.
0: Yeah. We've been talking
1: about it. We haven't promoted it as much for whatever reason. When we fell off the TikTok, we also fell off the gift away. Um, I can tell you why it's because we've been trying to raise this money to do our investment, and we've been trying to get this work done.
0: That um, too. So our, follow- our, our, our loyal followers, please share us every moment you get and, uh, and entice your friends to uh, follow us on Instagram as well. You um, we get snippets of our dogs, of our life. Um, uh, it's where you will find my social media because I do not have one that you can access without being a friend. And it's old cool and not outdated. Like I don't even have anything new. Um <laughs>
1: She said, "I'm a mukbang whenever you say you're hungry and sing T Pain whenever she glitches." <laughs> um, my husband saw an actual mukbang going down the other day in the streets. He saw he saw somebody with a tripod, and uh, and it was pointed at him, and he had like all of his food, and yeah. Oh yeah. We sent that, um, we sent that discord, um, invite, but like if you have friends that are not assholes, they can come too. Um, yeah. So bring your friends. Um, we invite, yeah, the more the merrier. That's what we want. We want to see. We want to see.
0: Um, yeah, the, uh, the link for Discord is good for seven days. There's a timeline So if you don't uh, catch it here and you want to catch us later, uh, email us, cannabiscloset420 at Gmail. At Gmail.
1: At Gmail.
0: Um, <laughs> we yeah. just uh, we work out, we hang out, we uh, smoke out, we uh, do all of these, but at different times you. of the day. So you never know when you're going to catch in there, but we are most definitely in there in the mornings. Yeah, um, it do- she it,
1: it doesn't t pain in there at all, and I do not t pain there. Um, but you know, you my little anyway. computer has to
0: chug and chug and chug away at um, on StreamYard because it's streaming, and I'm usually on Discord. I'm on my phone, so uh, that's why. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm manifesting a new computer. I, I still, like, you know, get. All this feedback and, and one of my uh, my Apple guys, like you know, for what the screen size and what I like to run the programs that I like to run, he's like, okay, and he's gonna try and find me a model that does all that.
1: The uh, Instagram is Candace Closet Four Twenty. <clears throat> If you can't find us under the Cannabis Closet podcast, then you can find us under Cannabis Closet 420. We are going to um, work on our, um, we have a like a solo or a, what do you call it, a link tree or whatever. So we have one of those. Oh, is it five 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 five. five, 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 five. I'm rich bitch. Woo, woo, woo. And so are you. 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 Um, Yo, bitch. Um, so we're going to, we're going to, uh, work harder to provide like, uh, a QR code on, on very, or like a link to our solo. So you can get to our other pages on the various websites. So if you find one website, you can find the other ones. Um, (laughs) yeah, so we're going to work on that. Um, for sure. And, uh, we had some good news happen to us the other day. So we're moving forward with a plan, um, that we are enacting right now and um we'll let you guys know we're putting some we're putting some stuff out on the market so we'll let you guys know um under under our new uh company and partnership Queen Kitty um so it's really exciting we've had amazing meetings this week um and it's only monday and it's a short week <laughs> and it's a short week we started yesterday oh, okay. so that's that's why that's I'm- why we're ahead of the game a little bit um but we have some exciting things happening. We have a logo coming for the Cannabis Closet podcast. Um, so Yeah, so so many amazing things are happening right now. And we're going to keep you guys in the loop as much as possible. Um, definitely, if you join us in Discord, you get to kind of sometimes hear insider information because we talk about it all the time and we talk about stuff going on all the time. So definitely join us in there for a morning smoke. And uh, again, we're going to be off on Wednesday. Uh, so everybody have a wonderful um, time off. I'm not going to say the other thing because I, I really I don't celebrate it, but I definitely enjoy your time off and be safe and be careful out there um, and gorge yourself with as much food as possible.
0: And um, if you have to work because your employer is open um, on a, a national holiday that everyone else gets to take off with their family and friends, then um, I'm sorry. And um, uh, thank, I will you not for, be thank you girl. for being there for those that uh, feel the need to go out and about. Um, I have gone out to eat uh, dinner somewhere else on Thanksgiving Day because I did not want to cook. And um, and that was lovely, too. Um, but it, it because.
1: Tip, I, tip extra if you if you not if you having somebody deliver food to you or. Yes. Or, uh, or you're going out to, to eat. Make sure you, you tip extra. Um uh what was I gonna say? Also uh shop shop local on Friday, um shop black owned businesses on Friday. Um try to stay away from things like Amazon and Walmart and things like that. Um what else? What else? What else?
0: Because don't forget there's stuff sitting in uh you know, apparently sitting in ports or boats out. Yeah, on. yeah.
1: You're never gonna get it. You're, you're not getting, getting it. it you're never gonna get it repaired. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. And I yeah. oh, uh I said we were gonna be off on Wednesday. We're gonna be back on the following Monday, which is the twenty ninth um we're really hoping that um Kevin feels better, Kevin feel better. Um, better um and and hopefully he can join us on the last um day in November that we will be um well, I mean we'll talk about epilepsy awareness throughout the year because he is a great friend of ours, and we'll keep everybody informed on that front indeed. um indeed, um. Be careful out there. Enjoy your time off Um, and try to educate yourselves. Maybe get an argument over Thanksgiving. It'll save you money over Christmas. Um. (laughs) Fun facts. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me me for more facts.
0: (laughs) Follow to Queen DGO for more fun facts.
1: Um. (laughs) Uh, Let me hit this button so we can go out on uh, with a bang and uh, let's do it. All right thank you Uh, you guys today thank you for joining us make sure you share follow subscribe whatever the options are um join us in discord be nice to yourself put your mask on before assisting others (laughs) cultivate love bring it to you there's enough for everybody and stay stay lifted everybody we'll see you on monday we love you guys We love you. Wonderful time off. Peace.
0: Peace out.